one more turn. Episode 310, Reformation. Tell me the story again. I said, tell me the story again. I heard you the first time. I decided to ignore you. I thought that was clear. Really? How could it be clear? You're not ignoring me now. Now you've jostled my laptop, making it difficult for me to use its screen. That was the idea. Oh, it, it, it's been three days. Three days since Riley told you, in writing, about our history. I've told you the same thing several times a day since then. What more are you expecting to gain by asking me? The satisfaction in having you tell me the story over and over to annoy you incessantly. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you couldn't handle this, and that's why I didn't tell you. The only thing we ever seem to have in common when we're together is that we're together. We have no other interest than not being able to stand when we're alone. Excuse me? We started dating. I tire of your gaming and tell you I've had enough and leave. You start dating Carson. Can't stand his... How did you describe it to me? Lethargy for life and come back to me. You tell me you're going to change. I believe you. You don't. I give you an option. You gave me an ultimatum. We've been through this already. Then you start dating Caleb. It's then you realize that you're with the wrong brother. But you can't very well be honest with both of them and ask Carson to give you another chance, can you? No, no. You and your father approach me about getting back at them. Why do I get involved? I think there's a chance we'll make another go at being a couple, so I offer to risk the longest-lasting relationship in my life to make what you want happen. Like you said, it was my father and I who... Gary loves you. He loves you to a fault, and that's why he agreed to help you. I love you to a fault, too, but a different fault. His is being blinded by love. Mine? Fear. Okay, but you told me you were tired of being Riley's shadow in Fortuna Words. It was after Caleb uncovered what you, Gary, Riley, and I were trying to do that you started truly feeling alone. You never said anything about being Riley's big brother. Not by blood, not by blood. Her parents adopted me when they thought they couldn't have children of their own. Then Riley came along. If you're trying to make it sound like they abandoned you when that happened. But I know better, remember? Riley told me like it is. Well, was. Herself. Then they died. Riley was 17, and they died. None of our aunts and uncles wanted to look after her, so I did. I became her legal guardian. Now I was the adult responsible. For less than a year until she too became adult, and... Wait, you never stopped being the adult responsible for her life. You wouldn't let her, and she didn't want to both... However it came to be, it came to be. More than ten years on, you were looking for a way to change your fortune, and here comes along my father and I. We were doing you as much of a favor as you were doing us one, and kept it, all of it, to yourself. I'd say you have every right to be mad, learning the full history from Riley, years after we met, while we were dating again. I have played more than one part in all this merry-go-round from Hell Hudson. I'm not mad at you, but disappointed. Disappointed that even now you felt the need to keep this from me. That's what I'm struggling to handle. I, I love you, Bella, and I always will. But I don't love us. Of that, we're in agreement. We also know each other better than ourselves, it seems. I am right about Carson, aren't I? Yes, and I'm right about Avery, aren't I? Yes, I think I owe it to her, to myself, to see if there is an us to love. Do you really think I'm your best choice to discuss this with? That's none of her business. Besides, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. 
was talking about Avery, not Riley. Oh, uh. And you should have talked to her first. You already told her, didn't you? I told her I'd call her up if you and I didn't work out. Okay, now I'm mad. Won't fault you there. Yet I still find you're lying one of your traits I find most attractive. If you start manipulating again, we'll find ourselves revisiting this conversation. You two have broken up so many times now, I'm starting to think you like it. You already updated your Facebook page, didn't you? You already have your next date, don't you? Don't ask, Daddy. Huh, I'm Daddy again. Well, let's do good things that have happened in the last minute. The fact that I won't have to start calling you Daddy is certainly a good thing for me. Oh, you would have never started calling me that. Instead, I can start calling you bro, knowing you will loathe every second of it. Oh no, now I'm becoming a part of your family, rather than the other way around. Well, you always were, Daddy. <sighs> Only then the family tree wouldn't be as pretzeled as it otherwise would have been. Hey, Pedro! You really convinced that guy to start working here part-time? With all his tips and hours, I've got to believe he makes more money driving his taxi. He's willing to take a pay cut in order to be able to spend more time with his family. The twins are starting to walk. <laughs> Text? Whose number is this? Let's see. Tell your daughter and lover to work more, talk less, or at least better at pretending not the office. Pedro. Huh. Says the man who only stops talking long enough to take another sip of coffee. This is the part where you get to say why you're really here. Yes, do tell us, bro. To get one of you, both of you, to convince your board of directors not to sue Carson. What? They decided not to pursue the case against him, Caleb, or Riley over the Doe contract. What's changed? This has nothing to do with the Doe contract, Caleb, strictly speaking, or even Riley. Except that she expects me to stop this from happening. You are somehow still Caleb and Carson's lawyers, so, well, it's your job to defend them. See, the person that convinced him to do this got the idea from talking to me. One more turn, written and created by Daniel Dan Q. Quick. Edited by Dark Cloud and Michael Uber Marklar Bryant. Directed and produced by Daniel Dan Q. Quick. Characters in order of appearance. Bella, voiced by Annalie Cartamandua. Barney. Hudson, voiced by Daniel Dan Q. Quick. Gary, voiced by Christopher Blauerfackel Ryder. Sounds courtesy freesound.org. Music by Kevin McLeod. Voiceovers by Jordan Lund. Visit the official One More Turn website at onemoreturn.net. Copyright Civilized Communication at civcom.net. On the next episode of One More Turn. 
it's all a matter of perspective. There's certainly been a lot of new ones coming about this week, haven't there? I'm not here to talk about Bella, Gary, not even Hudson. Not even the one living person in your family who's given a damn about you since you were a child. 